All right, we back. We back at it again. Man. We going back to the topic we just talked about. Man, Ray, you bull. I'm gonna call you out, man. You bull crapping, man. You you bull crapping, bro. So you telling me if Trump walked in right now and said, "I'll forgive everybody black student loans." Everybody black student loans. All of them. You would not vote for this man next year. This year. Say what now? Can't do it. I wouldn't do it. Bro. Bro. You pull up with that boat. You pull up with that boat booth and mess this up for us. <laughs> you will not. <laughs> Have a place to have the table, bro. <laughs> Next after that show, I get like, I mean, you pair my student loans on, even even uh, level the playing field and everything. Uh, I mean, it it don't even a playing field, but I mean, you got to think about it like this: black women, black women in general, have the most student loan debt of anybody, uh, anybody, yeah. anybody. So. You have a a large number, a percentage of the community who's in debt, and most of their debt is student loan debt. Right. Most of it. So that's student loan debt hampering them in many ways. So if somebody just forgave all of that, that's a one good step in the right direction. If it's, if it's something like that, then something got to get cut. What's going to get cut? What's going to get cut? Tell you what. <laughs> What they cut NASA? What they cut NASA funding? Ain't no way they cut NASA funding. Yeah, what they cut NASA funding? I ain't never been there anyways. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So thank you. They ain't cutting. They might cut. They ain't cutting military funding. I'm telling you that right right now. They ain't cutting that. But you do you think it's still long that was forgiven for all black people, right? You think they have a dent on society? How how do you think that will play out long term? Yes. How do I think it'll play out? Well, yeah, just how what's the benefits you do you see any benefits? What's the benefits you see? Or how they could change? Um, I will okay, so those who actually have a degree that's actually meaningful might be able to still generate a little bit more income or be able to breathe a little bit more. But there's a lot of people with degrees that they ain't even using for it. And it's not required. So, I think those people do, who end up even with a stupid or even got a degree um, and that's not using it, if they're not putting the work, shit, if they got a fucking bastard I don't know, sociology, psychology, or whatever. The best is anything, and they work in that fucking, they still work in minimum wage. I don't know the difference. But if they got a student loan debt, now if they got a student loan debt, off top, you got some people, they got to get the, um, you call it deferred, where they garnishing your check or whatever. They're not deferred, but they, um, mm-hmm. they, they start garnishing your check. So now right. your debt is hampering your everyday life. So now you can't even make moves. Yeah, because I mean, you in so true. much debt, you in so much debt, you can't even do business. What business are you talking about? You ain't on no business. You get a million dollars of debt. You a hundred thousand dollars debt. You make fifteen thousand dollars a year. 
Hey, you know, Genesis is playing good enough. Some people get caught in that from that stand system. It'd be like that sometimes. I don't, like, I don't, I just don't think people casting students on this for everybody to go through that. I mean, it's going to do something, but I don't think we'll do that. What? Well, then. Because at the end of the day, if there's no ambition to talk to how they're going on, that's just going to be fucking dead to begin with. Now, for most of us, maybe so, but I don't think there's a lot of people. I don't think it'll be a major effect. I'm gonna put it to you like this. I, I, I gotta, I gotta take on this. Take my own situation, right? All right. This is how I see this up for this. So, from the way I see it, I'm gonna be paying my student loan debt when my oldest takes out her first student loan. Yeah. Now, well, when she's able to take out her first student loan, but now, mind you, now that means I'm still gonna be paying when she, when, if she has to do that. She's, she's gonna, we both will be making our papers at the same time. She's nine right now. So we both will be making student loan payments at the same time. But if they were to if that to forgive my loans, that'll put me in a better financial situation for one, to save for her student loans. And plus, now that I know the ramifications of taking out those student loans, I can also be able to prepare her. I'm already gonna prepare her more to be able to not have to depend on that. But that's gonna set us even further by not having even looking to taking out any. Because I have saved up enough money, I've been able to save up enough money to actually to actually put towards our education. But I see a payment scenario where you don't do it because you've been through you already done business, you know how to put your XYZ. Whereas a lot of people who go fall into a circle where they this their first time going to college or their parents first time going to college, parents, even if their parents did go to college, they not still not financially literate. No, I mean, so, so then, like even this, like say we're different. Like we'll take advantage of it, sure, but I still think it would be a good amount of people that don't take advantage of it either way. So either way, you still above. I mean, not not really because you got to think about it like this. If that's the case, then we messed up. No matter what type of play they put towards to help black people, it's still it was reparation. <laughs> if they give a reparation, people still gonna mess up with that money. Exactly. So if, if that was the case, it was a situation where he was like, "Oh, we." What's good if the me giving you a whole fish and you still gotta come back to me to give you more fish? Like you're I not mean, teaching, you're not showing me. And of course they're not. Gonna, I wouldn't say of course they're not sure, but it's still a situation where you still have to figure out and get that home. But in the day, I'm not sure if everybody would be able to do that. That's why I still said, fuck it. I was still, I was no point, but we'll still be in the same position. Well, most of us, some of us will, not everybody. We'll be in a situation for sure. But you, but you would, you would think, you would think if somebody had already passed college, had been paying student loans, you about 29, 27 or whatever, and they give you this opportunity, you would think majority of the people would use that because they ain't giving you money. They're just freeing up your debt. They ain't giving you, they ain't handing you out anything. They're just freeing up your debt. So you really ain't got nothing to mess up, but you let's say if you was paying three hundred dollars a month or whatever for student loans, now you just freed up three hundred dollars a month. If certain people if you can't handle that extra income and but you have a college degree, that says a lot about the education system as is if you yeah. can't even manage three an extra three hundred dollars in your in your uh pay, in your pocket. Yeah. 
But what, so what, what, but what could if if okay, student loans could what would you what you feel like could ever even the playing field? Um, and also, are you also saying to not give us anything? Because we we as a whole wouldn't wouldn't be able to accept. It. But but um the main what question person. Hold on, yeah, excuse me. I was thinking about the same question too. So, the first question you said, what would I think would level playing field? Yeah, what if that wouldn't do it? What would level the playing field? Um, basic general information. I mean, I want to say basic general information, but information on how to build equity. Yeah, I, I, information on how to build equity. I, I'm going to call you on, on that, though. Again? I, I'm, I'm going to call you out on that one, though, because I put it like this. Man, if if Joker don't know information already, man, information this is the information ever right now. You ain't got the information already, you ain't gonna get it. You, it's like a, a billion books out here. Own that. From K to twelve, all the way, you have a teacher, always have someone to support the answers to you, right? So if that curriculum is not within that, how the hell are you supposed to learn? I'll, I, you gotta learn that outside, like we all do anyway. If even at work, at school, school is like to maintain. School is like to maintain. Yeah, but school, yeah, school is like. To, but I'm saying, if school is like information, I feel like there's information out there for everybody. There's no, there's no one one race is getting held back on information, and I feel like even even in school, even in school, right. Kids on social media, on social media more than anybody. On social media, you can find information on social media because people preaching that stuff. Always. So if somebody come, if somebody come up to me and say they don't have the information to get them at a certain point, I feel like man, you ain't your mind. Ain't, your mindset ain't ain't looking for the information. So I, I guess I'll say it like this. So. You're right, the information is there, but it's no one it's not a lot of people that that I don't think it's a lot of people that guide me towards the information, if that makes sense. Uh, no mentors. Are you saying go ahead? You saying no mentors. Are you saying am I saying go ahead? You saying no it's not a lot of mentors. That in like when you it's not a lot of even just going back education in general, when you go to a school, you go to class. It's not a lot of the things that most things you get to talk about now is probably reading and math and science and shit, which is not applicable to, applicable to everyday life. So, of course, you're going to go there and learn because that's the that's in front of you. But if you can apply that to any type of resources that can be tied into the curriculum, like in the classroom setting, they think it's stick. Because we talk, we learned about interest in high school, in middle school, but we didn't really apply it until we started taking out loans and doing credit. And like, oh, what the fuck, this shit is oh, this is what it is. So it's just one. I think it's just one of those things. Like it's just not the information's there, but it's not one like even in the education, no teachers or, or people. Not even just teachers in the, in the public school system, but even just people in general. Like, hey, why not just look at this or show them a different way? Not so much show them a different way, but expand their mind to that knowledge. But what? Because, so, but because, so, uh, information. So you saying basically? So how did it? How did it look 
to you? Like, how can that problem be fixed? I would say, like, how can the government come in and fix that? Do they change the curriculum from K to 12? Yeah. Speak, read. I read. Oh, don't forget about computer class. Oh, yeah, the computer class helped me out a lot. So. I ain't gonna front with you. Computer class helped me out. So. statement but uh it's a true it's a true statement right there all i all i can say is all i can say is hey you can ain't no way you can say to me to me but to me even with it i mean i feel like it's a it's a combination of everything not just one thing it's a combination of everything so the curriculum has to be changed not just for black folk, but just for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like for school education wise. But the big thing is the mentorship is a mentorship is a big thing, or the lack thereof mentorship is a big thing in our community. Because if you look around, I just ask y'all to when you like growing up, did you have one person like a mentor in the neighborhood? Black being a black person, a black male figure in the neighborhood, right? There was a as a mentor, 
that was a business savvy like that mentor. The actually, like when I say business savvy, I mean, did you have mentorship where people actually was coming in, teaching kids how to write business plans, teaching kids about, uh, you know, just starting businesses in general in the neighborhood? That's illegal. That's illegal. It was. It wasn't legal. It was legal now, but it wasn't legal then. No, no, no. When people sell, they gotta get great customer service. You gotta. That's something. Man, this man right here, man. But this, but to me, to me, that's the biggest. To me, to me, that's the biggest problem right now. You got, you ain't got a lack of, you got a lack of mentorship nah. in the community when it comes to. I can, I can give a couple people though. A, a good now. We got back the main way you know this dude too. Double, from Double D, I mean, he didn't go out and show you, but if you watched him, you know, he get you. You learn some great tips from him. Oh yeah, and then. Also watching watching my parents squander money trying to start a business. Yeah, you we, well you see a lot of the so this this one this go this is a good point. So him in the neighborhood, he was he was great. But when I say a mentorship, I'm also talking about people with big not just small businesses, I mean multi million dollar businesses or million dollar businesses. You feel what I'm saying? Like buying like buying like buying rental properties or just in general, a person that's in the community that goes around and shows kids how to build wealth and not just, you know, not just finance, it's just like, but just how to build it. Yeah. Cause you need, you need, cause we in the neighborhood, we got teachers. You got teachers for math, you got teachers for science, teachers for English, teachers for reading. But legit, legit business mentorship is what's needed. From not even just little kids, but just for grown-ups too. Because if you have that mentorship, you you can avoid certain pitfalls that other people can face. And it, and this this really was lacking in even for black men, black women. If you look at it right now, black women are having a hard time finding mentorship to to build successful businesses. And another thing, a key to that is when you got mentorship, like a real big figure in the neighborhood. Who has a lot of money, who has a lot of businesses, they can put you in the right direction to talk to the person you need to talk to in that field. And you can get able to get capital for your business to start it. Because that's a that's one of the biggest problems, find capital to even start certain businesses. Yeah, I mean that's that's definitely a great point, man. Definitely. I mean, if you think about that, if you think back on it, it, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that was. I'm not sure if that was an opportunity given to, you know, our um, our white counterparts. But I know in our neighborhood, there was nobody coming up, pick you up, take you to a successful multi million dollar business to show you how it ran. Get some type of mentorship, get some type of idea of what you want to be. I mean, unless you want to be a farmer. <laughs> you, can, you can go learn how to be a farmer. Yeah, you want to do that? There's money in that too, but huh? But yeah. you know how I go. But everybody don't want to farm. You know how I go. It, mm-hmm. you, 
So it really, in my eyes, the government can do so much, but it really just individual. You can give people, you can give people a billion dollars, man. They'll squander that junk away if they ain't, if they if they don't have the right mindset. They'll give, they'll give. Away. You can teach them, and people just funny though. People can teach. You can teach students the same thing over and over again, and they're gonna still mess up because they don't take oh. heed, <laughs> take heed to what you're saying. If you don't believe that, come sit at these homework sessions with me and my nine-year-old. <laughs> How many times have you went over to Disney? <laughs> Good Lord. That, that, that's the truth, but you, you teach somebody something over and over again. That's the thing pushing out their head until, I mean, unless, unless it comes to that point where they need it. Yeah. Do you think do you think more people should do you you guys think more black people should invest? You think it's a you think what's the problem? What's the, what you think is the problem? Well, of course that, but what do you think is the the solution to get more black people to invest? I mean education. Education because a lot of, you know, and you gotta remember, you know, it was it was so long where it was it was so it was such a kind of where we couldn't even we couldn't even play it like we could we wouldn't even give them the opportunity to take advantage of you know take advantage of stuff like that. you know um this, this, we've been held out for so long that now now that we've been given the opportunity you know we hear so many horror stories about it that now we we even scared to try it so it's really just a matter of education you know taking that fear away what what would you what would you tell somebody who first before they invest in something, what would you tell them? I guess what would your advice what would your advice be to somebody just starting out investing? Like where would they go? Where should they go? I mean, I tell them, I, I mean, look, look at the stuff you buy, man. I mean, like, you making this company rich out the stuff you buy. Why not make some money back? You buy the same product every week or every month or however how however so your cycle goes. Why not get some money back if you basically taking all your money, giving it to that person, and you have the opportunity to get your money back, whether it be through dividends or stock price going up, you know, you have opportunity to get your money back. Why not take advantage of it? And plus, you know what they sell. So I said this, what was your hold on? Speaking of that on on topic, with this coronavirus popping up, what's some of the stocks that you've been looking at? Since the coronavirus, there's all this been going on because stocks have dipped. We had the the largest dip in the stock market since what, 1982? 1987? 87. Yeah, 1987. I mean, uh, for me, you know, my, my I got three of them. I got uh I have Affleck, I got I got Uber, and then I have Live Nation. Those, those three stocks I'm looking at. Why? Why? Uh, now, why? Uh, why Affleck? I mean, because all right. So Affleck is doing really good. Now is at a point where they're gonna have to start paying our money. And if you notice the trend, a lot of people are being sent home. And we just had this conversation earlier. A lot of us can't work from home. Some of us have to work. Go to, go to our job. Well. Affleck sells that type of insurance to where when you when you're only 
and you you can't actually pop in, you can actually use an insurance plan to still pay you as you would going to work. You know, so what so now they stock is selling at a at a lower rate, people are gonna realize that hey, you know, maybe I should buy some of that insurance. This is, this is gonna open up a lot of people's eyes to needing that type of insurance in order to cover them, cover them when they're at home, whether they whether they're sick, on leave, whether they're whether they're being laid off. You know, this type of insurance can cover. Now when, you, now, when you say Uber and Live Nation, see, see me, I'm, uh, I, I, I'm not, I'm not doing either, either one of them two. Not at the moment. I don't know, like those two stocks. I feel it's gonna be a, a real dip if you can't get a control mm-hmm. of the coronavirus soon, especially with, especially with Live Nation, because Live Nation is a concert venue. Event venue hell. So if NBA season canceled, and just say the football season canceled. Well, a lot of nation most with music and concert, but Coachella got pushed back. It was supposed to be um, I think next week or so, but now it's pushed back all the way to October. Uh so you got some people they ain't going like if it get bad, if this get real bad, they're not going anywhere. So the stock is a good investment, but if this is one thing with stock market. You got to wait till the right time to buy it because yeah. they, these dip, they, they both can dip dramatically in the next three months. Both of them. They could That's see true. see massive losses in the next three months. And if they you will. if you buy them if you buy them too soon, you can end up out of pocket. But if you buy them too late, and then they shoot back up. But my goal for them is it, you always have to have a. A price, like when it comes to investing, you always have to have a price. You're gonna try to buy something that uh your price, like uh a set buy price. Like when it hit, when the stock hit this price, it's time for me to buy, and vice versa, it's time for me to sell. So with Uber, what's Uber trading at right now? Uh last I checked like 2022. Is that the fifty is that the 52-week low? 2303. Is it the 52-week uh, low for them? Uh, it's close to a 52 low was uh, 2113. Man, I'm, I ain't touching it. I ain't touching it until it hit lower than that. If it hit lower than 21, because I feel like it would hit lower than 20. No. But you go, I could be wrong. The one, the one stock I looked at, any bio, biomedical stock, you got to do your research on it, though. Any stock, because you can see with vaccines, that's working on coronavirus vaccines, if whoever gets that vaccine, whoever yeah. creates the vaccine, that stock is going to skyrocket. When I mean skyrocket, it's going to skyrocket like 100%. Like, you're going to double your money, but it's hard to find. It's going to be hard to find that. you like guessing. It's a guessing game. I didn't invest in mass though. I, mean, I invested in one one stock called a, I got like APFT Alpha Protect. I don't know the actual. I forgot the stock symbol. I bought it at like what we bought it at like fourteen. I bought it at fourteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then it hit thirty, and I sold it at like twenty five. 
Then I think it's back down like 11, but I sold all my shares and made a profit out of it. This was one thing about investing. If you're doing quick investing or like weekly investing or something like that, and not long-term investing, you got to be on it every day because if not, you got to go drastic. But right now, I'm not selling no stocks. If you ain't sold stocks yet, I don't even sell them. If you ain't sold them yet, if you got them right now, don't sell them because you might end up losing that money and never getting it back. If you're better with a set for loans, then ain't for loans. Now, one thing you're looking at, I'm like, man, how is this going to play with cryptocurrency? This could be big, man. This could be big. Because, you know, like right now, ain't no, nobody, nobody's trying to touch an actual dollar. <laughs> think about it. It's like cars. I, I went to the gas station. I was like, I was kind of, if you get changed, I was like, yes, you're right about that. Cars, that's why I got Visa. Mm-hmm. That's why I got Visa right now. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. but it's hard to, mm-hmm. it's hard to bet on it. It's hard to bet on cryptocurrency because you don't know which one is going to pop off. You don't know which one is legit. All the news on it is kind of shaky. So it's hard to find the right one. You got all these people claiming to be experts on Bitcoin and claiming to be experts on cryptocurrency, but it's all in the air. Once it started to get regulated, I bet it'll change then. Like once the regulations yeah. start coming in, it'll, it'll probably change. But as for, as for now, to me, I, I kind of wait. The one the one I do look at is Litecoin. Yeah. Yeah, Litecoin. But I'm the only one. Mm-hmm. 